0: Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at do All right, joining us today is Karen Bonder, the Vice President of Business Development, Builder Sales and Marketing at Zonda. And this has been a long time coming. It's here, it's live to the world, the brand new livable.com. Karen, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And you said this is your first podcast, but I don't know how that's possible. Because you know, you're, you're builder famous, as we say in the industry. Oh, <laughs> uh, <nice. laughs> your, your face is everywhere, and you worked for a small little home building organization called Lennar for many, many years. And yes, it's part of the national team, but uh, it has been if,
1: around a while.
0: If if this is going to be your first, you picked the right place to do it. So, um, okay. livable, there's links in the show notes, we're going to talk about what it is, but uh, just give us kind of the 60-second introduction as we get started here to get everyone's attention as to what we're going to talk about for the next 30 minutes or so.
1: Sure. So I'd love to touch on Zonda and why Zonda decided to go into the listing oh, business in the first yeah, place. That's and right Livable, we just do new construction. It's a, a portal just for um, people that want to buy new or, or build a home. And we feel that even though there are a number of listing portals out there, uh, we really have a vision on how our listing portal is going to be different, both from the B2B side, as far as what we do with the data, as well as the B2C side and the consumer journey and how they search for a new home. We think that there are going to see, be some fun differences that are you know out of the box and, and reimagined. So we're excited.
0: All right. So a, a brand new opportunity to, to list your homes, to get that distribution, in front of consumers eyeballs, but with some, with some pretty big differences that we'll talk through here as we go. All right. So that's, that's the quick snapshot of livable and Zonda, uh, which you're right. We're going to have to dig in a little bit more to Zonda because some of us marketing people, Mm -hmm. it's a name that over the last two years has definitely gained traction, but sometimes people are like, I'm not, I'm not as familiar with, with everything that Zonda is about. So we'll we'll cover that too. All right. But Karen, I, 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 Hinted at it. Your personal background. um, You spent time with the second largest uh, builder in the country, Lennar. And what was your what was your position there? The last several years that you were you were in place.
1: Sure. So I I worked my way up the ranks on the marketing side and ended up on the corporate team, on the digital marketing team. And I really had the opportunity to work on enterprise solutions with all of the divisions. So um, book an appointment, click to call, you know, way back when it was Mm. just starting to to hit the market and uh, was able to work with all of our divisions on that. Also, in my wheelhouse, we're all working with all of our aggregate sites. So I got to work with Zillow, with realtor.com. Um, with new home source and all of our divisions, making sure that the right content was sent to those sites. And I also got to serve on the advisory boards there, you know, on the builder's behalf. And that gave me the opportunity to meet with other builders and, and talk about, you know, essentially what listing sites were missing and what we would like to see from the builder's perspective that really didn't focus on resale. And so I was able to take that knowledge with me over to Zonda when talks about going into the listing space were coming up.
0: I want to ask a couple questions about the position just because everyone's fascinated uh, because they don't most people don't get a chance to work in an organization the size of a Linar or a DR or an NVR, Pulte, etc. And, and there's two different kind of philosophies and and it might have changed since since you've um, moved over to Zonda but when it comes to digital there's this um, give and take, generally speaking of do I try to get the smartest best people I can at corporate to lead uh, the digital effort which you know, it's kind of like the work from home movement. There's things about digital marketing that just make it easier to be done potentially centralized. Um, and then the other one is, no, I want to give as much authority to the local divisions as possible. It sounds like your position was, like you're saying, enter- enterprise level things that would affect all divisions. Uh, you and you and the team that you were leading was kind of tasked with, hey, we're, we're the experts in this. We're going to help the divisions along. Can you just talk any, from your time there, your perspective on that? of trade-off or what you think? Yeah, is-
1: sure. That's a great question. I, I get asked that by a lot of different builders as well, as they look at the structure of their marketing departments and Lenar essentially was decentralized. So very entrepreneurial at the division level. They encouraged divisions to to try new ideas you know test things if it succeeded share with the group if it didn't succeed share with the group and you know we could all learn from each other and then it was kind of the same thing at the corporate level but just magnified so we we had a great team everybody had their expertise and we sh- it was all about sharing information and it was just a constant um you know place for new ideas to come up and to talk through and and to test and uh, we just i kind of did the same thing at corporate that they do at the division just on a much larger scale
0: yeah okay so in, in in some ways it was like an a um sometimes i refer to it as like an agency within the organization where you're 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 testing and building good ideas but you still have to get the buy-in from everyone else it's not like an edict's going to come down on high of everyone must do it this way and that—that's kind Absolutely. of the world that you live in. There were
1: some things that just made sense for all the divisions to do. Mm-hmm. Um, other things, it would make more sense just to test and and try and and you know see how it worked out. Um, but that's true. It, it's it's just—I don't want to say getting the buy-in of everybody, but really showing the the benefits and the features of what a new idea could bring to the table. And I mean, this a company the size of Lennar that's on the forefront of everything. You know, it's it's tough to come up with new ideas all the time, but <laughs> Uh, it's, it happens. Yeah, it's good.
0: Right. Yeah. That's p- still one of the most common questions I get is, all right, what's the brand new thing that yeah. I can do or try? And most of them are things that you probably shouldn't. So it's hard to like go behind them. But here we are today talking about one of those things.
1: Chat GPT, because I don't want to touch that yet. So I'm like, I'm just <laughs> going
0: to see what he does. You know, it's interesting. I just, um, last week, someone brought to my attention a, a blog post from another organization and they, and they said, you know, this just doesn't sound like them. It doesn't feel like them. And so we put it in the chat GPT and just said, what's the percentage chance that this comes from, from this service? Like, could you imagine like uh, well, actually it's going to get back to, to Zonda and builder magazine here in a second. And I said, there's a hundred percent chance this was written by an AI and it, and it listed briefly the reasons why. And, and then I posted it in the last article that I wrote for builder magazine. And I said, what's the percentage chance. That that this was made by AI and it came back with like six reasons why it wasn't, um, you know, humor, sarcasm. It was just interesting. So it's like everyone needs to be careful. That that you know, another great mind posted this, Karen. That was hilarious. It said, "What you should probably do as a marketer is plug in something to chat GPT and then do the exact opposite yeah. of whatever it recommends or like rewrite <laughs> it in a totally different direction." Yeah, that's funny. All right. Um let's go let's go back to Livable and well actually back to Zonda. So so Zonda is, in my words, but your words will be better, a, a, a data company for yes. home builders and developers. Yes.
1: So Zonda's been around for over 40 years. We actually make up Myers Research Metro Study and Hanley Wood. So those three companies pulled together back in about 2018, 2019 to form one major platform of data and analytics for the housing industry. So you can only imagine the amount of information that's in this database. And we do everything from Uh, look at data from land availability to development all the way through the community closeout and everything in between. So um, being able to provide that type of information to the builders has really been focused on the land side, um, which is why you mentioned earlier on that sales and marketing hasn't really heard of Zonda too much, but we do expect that to change with bringing in the data that we're going to be getting from Livable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a data company getting into the listings uh, syndication business, at at first glance, it's it's like, hmm. Do do we do we need another one? But I think, um, and this will kind of lead into I think a lot of the differences of your approach with livable, is to you know any anytime you create a product, you're trying to figure out, as the person being sold to, like what's what's in it for them, and and what's in it for me. And your positioning for the builder is well. What's in it for you is free listings. Mm-hmm. Someone submits a lead, you're going to get it. Uh, mm-hmm. Which that almost seems too good to be true. Right, I get so that a lot. <laughs> the, the fact that Zonda is a data company, to the extent that that you can talk about it, what what is the other data that's Zonda is gaining from having a site like this?
1: So. Zonda traditionally has been B2B and so by adding on a listings portal, it now opens us up to all that consumer near real-time information. So if you think about every, every touch point, every click, everything someone can do on a listings portal, that becomes a data point. And so that data will be ingested into the Zonda enterprise platform and we'll be able to see what floor plans people are clicking on the most or downloading the most, what price point people are reacting to the most, So it's going to add a few things to our industry. First of all, it's going to add some transparency, which is a little risky to do, but we are using builders to help us design and determine what that reporting and that transparency will look like. But you're going to be able to see what's going on with your community as well as the communities around you as far as what the consumer is doing. And so that... That piece to me is really exciting because we just don't have, I think we're one of the last industries to not really be able to see what's going on with the consumers in our market.
0: Yeah. And so an example of that you're you're talking about, like if someone's looking for a four bedroom home in uh, Northwest Columbus, that that's a data point that then if you're already tracking and some of the stuff that your team has on to shares on LinkedIn is fascinating, like showing Google's uh, satellite imagery data compared to, Uh, your satellite imagery data and the and the recency of that that helps you track development progress so it's kind of the I don't know if it's the last but it's a it's a really important piece of the overall data stack from beginning to end for the life cycle of a project to know how many people are looking at what type of housing uh, which shows current demand it doesn't necessarily on its own forecast future demand but it it would lead into what people are looking at right now.
1: Yeah. That's the big thing is just, you know, the consumers tend to, Drive what the changes are going to be in, in the market. And they seem to react faster to an interest rate change or to um, you know migration of a certain area. And so we can, we'll be able to see that data happening as quickly as possible so that builders can react to it. Because that's the idea is that the Zonda Enterprise app is really the tool that goes in the builder's hand so that they can make business decisions quickly. And that could include what to build, where to build, and what to price it at. And if they can change even the pricing, the asking prices, of their homes to meet the demand of this month because it could be very different from last month or even last week to be able to change that the asking price to really maximize you know what the consumer will want and what's best for the builder um, yeah. we think that that's going to be good you, could, you
0: well, could definitely imagine that if this was all in place when the pandemic had hit and builders were so far behind at the beginning in adjusting their prices to what the market was willing to pay uh, the, the insight that that would have given them. Yeah. Is, well, you know, they ended
1: up removing pricing completely, which right. that's not fair to consumers. Really, if you ask me, I think that that's an important piece that consumers want to know, but yeah. it was such an anomaly. You didn't know what you could get. And then there were bidding wars and yeah, it was mm-hmm. what an interesting time.
0: Yeah. So free to list is something that I hear a lot when it comes to livable. What What does that mean? Uh, does that mean? But Yeah. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, it means it's free to list and we also send you your leads for free. We're not going to sell them to realtors or any other third party. And really the reason why we do that is because Zonda being a data and analytics company, we want to make sure that we have the most accurate data because that's what we're building everything on and sending back to the builders so that you can make business decisions. So it's only in our best interest that we make it attractive to builders to send us their data feed directly from their databases. And then, you know, if they don't have a data feed, we do have a builder dashboard. They can enter in the information directly, but that's the most accurate data. And that's why it's free, because it means so much to our business going forward and what the builders will get back. And so we do have other revenue generators. We do have um, retargeting opportunities. We have feature programs. So if you want to move your, your listing to the top of the search results, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have eblast opportunities. So we have other revenue generators. But ultimately, long term, the goal is to have the Zonda Enterprise reporting and a sales and marketing subscription. So just as builders subscribe to Zonda now, you can subscribe to certain markets there'll be a sales and marketing piece. So if you want all of this intelligence that we're talking about, the builder would subscribe to it and that's how they would get that data. So yeah. we, we want to make sure that there's enough value there so that they under they really see the value in, in subscribing to that data.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to maybe oversimplify this, but when you're listing something for free, so um, the data feed mechanism, I'm guessing is similar to how any other or most other syndication sites would operate. You're not asking them to make something you know, from scratch. That's radically different. Correct. I don't, I don't believe. Okay. Um, so then, <laughs> so, so if you're submitting stuff for free and you get your listings for free, yeah, it makes the analysis calculation on uh return on investment pretty, pretty easy. They're like, anything yeah. is now an incremental improvement right. over. And when you're not, when you have no dollar uh, sign associated to it, that's, that's pretty compelling. I, now I did uh, notice that on the on the site, and I wanted to give you a chance to speak to this. There is an agent advertising tab um, mm-hmm. that that it looks more like a, a Zillow Premier Agent type of program, but I'm not sure what this. I've never heard of this, so i was just giving you a chance to kind of clarify what that section of the site is speaking to.
1: Yeah, perfect. Thank you for that opportunity, because I do get that question. So Livable actually began as a listings portal called BuzzBuzz Home, and that was started by two gentlemen out of Toronto, Canada. And the way that business transactions or the real estate transactions in Canada happen are really realtor-centric. I mean, everything revolves around the broker in Canada. It's just the way they do business. And so we still have that on our site because we still do cover listings in Canada, as well as the U.S. We also still have the realtor um, on realtor availability on urban products in the U.S. So, you know, your high rise, your urban um, in more of the city marketplaces, um, we'll be able to have realtors on them as well. But U.S. production home, we don't feel, and this was very important to Jeff Myers. We wanna make sure that the builders know we're building this site to be in the builder's best interest in U.S. production homes, we don't really see it's our place to interject the realtor in that transaction. Our place is to connect the consumer directly to the builder. And that it makes sense, U.S. production homes. And so that's what we're doing.
0: Yeah. I, and Canada is very different in that respect. And and multifamily, high-rise, mid-rise, often the way that those are, are launched and sold is different. Canada in particular, for those of you listening who aren't aren't used to it. Um, a CMO that that we worked with for many years said, you know, I would I would have twenty thousand people on a VIP list, but almost none of them would get an opportunity to buy because you know all four hundred of my units would be would be purchased either by agents and brokers directly, and then they would turn around and sell them to kind of their own inventory. So it's like an instant uh, flip opportunity for them because they have access that they don't, or um, just making sure that those relationships are prioritized by the builder. Uh, above what you would hear most production builders uh, speak about, uh, they, they, you could argue maybe overvalue those relationships in Canada, but it is what it is, right? That's just how it works.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I would agree, and and I think go, on my bucket list is going to a grand opening for a Canadian urban development because those they are amazing. I've heard stories about how I mean they just go all out for
0: those. Grand yeah, it's openings. it is a it is a performance. It's a true performance art there uh not what's it's interesting it's not always directly connected or or disconnected to results but it's one heck of a show you can't miss it i mean you're you're gonna see some what what? i forget the name of the one artist that um, matt was telling me about that one of his project opened with and it was like a top you know like a top 10 pop r b artist was Playing a concert at the opening sales grand opening of a of a project there. It's just
1: sure, yeah. We need to step up in the U.S., so we're going to work on that over here.
0: (laughs) Well, and you know, we're going to talk about that at our uh, online sales and marketing summit in September. Like, there's reasons why, in terms of performance marketing, that might make not much sense to do, but in terms of the brand, there might be reasons to do something like that. And especially the argument I think would be made at the top top 10 builder level, um, there, there's kind of ricochet uh, effects that would be a positive to the brand if you did launches like that, even just a couple times a year at different projects.
1: Yeah. And that's, that is something that Livable wants to help with the industry as well. We really want to bring new construction forward. We want to make it fun and exciting and really bring it to the consumer. Right now, you've got shows like on HGTV that really make the realtor the star, and that's great for real resale. You know, you've got these amazing realtors that are, are like celebrities now. Well, we really want to do that with the new construction industry. We want to bring the builder forward and make them, you know, desirable to the consumer and, and then highlight ways that they're different, why new construction is better than buying used. So that is one of the goals of of Livable and and being so heavy editorial and really focusing on the industry overall and bringing that, making it, you know, bringing some good consumer awareness to it.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good segue into a reminder that Zonda is primarily a data company, but you have a pretty big media presence as a percentage of the organization as well. So Builder Magazine um, is, is part of that, formerly owned by Hanley Wood. And so you've got this team of, of writers and researchers and, and journalists and, and um, you know, partners in the industry like myself who are contributing content that, you know, no one else is doing that. Everyone else is again, like leveraging chat GPT versus creating something compelling. And I, I just, the most interesting thing to me, because I'm, I'm not a builder anymore. Right. I just, I, I work alongside them. So the, um, free listing and free leads is cool, but it's not coming out of my butt. Like it's mentally the most interesting thing to me is is this idea of putting content that consumers want to see around the process, around the builder, around the the community in a broader sense. It's almost like Livable's opportunity here is almost to show builders how content should be done. Is that too far? Give
1: it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that would be a good you know a good outcome I think for sure I mean there's yeah. a lot of published research that can be done with all of the data that we are going to be accruing so um, we're excited to see where that goes as well.
0: Yeah, I just think I mean even even early on uh, when you click under the, on the main site you have the choice of you know uh, markets that that livable serves or the primary markets that are in the cities drop down and you've got articles. And um, the, the three main tabs are guides, design and news. And so when you click on guides, I'm just gonna read the top two in each segment. Uh, When's the best time to buy a home? Published on May 3rd, converting um, your new basement into an apartment, which again, at first glance, you might think that's kind of a strange article, but it's, it's really not. When you're talking to people who are trying to find a way to, to affordably own a home, this is a direct connection to that of, if you have this space, I think there's an HGTV show that that's kind of all they do is like, how do we find ways to get income out of the extra space in your home for you so you can afford what you want? Um, so that that's the that's the guide. And if you go to the design, you know, I don't even like. I need to read this one. What is biophilic design? I don't even think I said that word right. Um, uh, furnishing your house, uh, interior design ideas, new home design one hundred one, house plan of the week, ten ways to prepare your home for the holidays. Like all this content that. We we oversimplify it and, and even at do you Convert we do this and we say it's intentionally done intentionally and it is, but you're you're talking about the the framework of a funnel, which is a dramatic oversimplification of what a home buyer goes through when they're searching. And so to think that, you know, customers or prospects only want to see one type of content as they're going through this process, I think is again a big miss. That's why HTV is on. If you want to do a magic trick, you just anyone shopping for a house new RUs, you just say, do you have HGTV on a lot in your house? And you're like, how did you know? It's, yeah. not a, it's not a hard guess, but having this kind of content sitting alongside actual listing content, I think, again, it's one of those things like, of course.
1: Yeah. and And not just with new construction, but also with communities. And right now, the listing portals really focus on each individual home. And builders put so much thought into the design of the communities, the design of the amenities, even the entry monument. All of that is so well thought out. And I live in a new construction community. I've been here for four years now, and we're just about done building the community. But I'll tell you, people move into new construction communities. It's a lifestyle. I mean, they create a Facebook page. They host events at the Amenity Center. They become a real tight community. And I think you don't we don't really get what that sense is when you're looking for a resale home. Um, as, as you do, the, the opportunity is definitely there for new construction communities. And we well, want to bring that forward on the, the website as well, livable. Yeah,
0: without without that content being created by someone, it, it doesn't exist. Uh, you know, even builders still struggle with how do I get my streets to show up appropriately on Google? Like if you can't get the streets to show up, you're certainly not going to get the story about what the community feels like to live in. Because all that that data hasn't been created by you know the quote unquote cloud or the yeah. you know it's like someone's got to go in there and do the work and I think the fact that again you guys are experts at at uh, content creation for Builder Magazine and the like it just it, it seems like it's going to be a great opportunity.
1: Yeah, we talk. We, I mean, we host several events, both in person and virtual, all across the U.S. and Canada now. And that's, you know, a big piece of what Zonda does is we use all of our data and analytics to advise the industry all the way from, you know, U.S. production homes, but all the way up to even multifamily build to rent, you know, anything that has to do with new construction, we use our data and analytics to advise the industry to help everybody, you know, all the builders in the industry. And so being able to now have the data from livable is just another piece that we can help give back to the industry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, the team's always putting out um, insights on a particular market like Dallas or Houston or Columbus or et cetera. And it, again, it's like, it's not gonna be hard for your team to then pull those same data points, but spin it for the for the consumer and have regular updates by market about the positive things. Because there's always something positive going on. You, you, no matter what the state of the market is, from, from, from what the consumer can and should be hearing about new construction You know, right now, Price is still high, but there is availability and we can bite on your rates. Right. Like, that that isn't a bigger. I'm just now starting to see stories in Forbes and other places like that of if you want a lower rate, go check out a home builder. It's like, well, that's good. It took a year for that story to get out. Yeah. I well, <laughs> you know. No. Mainstream. So awesome. Anything else that builders need to know uh, in, in terms of at this point. I'm guessing most builders are already participating in terms of sending you the data but yeah. if they're if they're not or or want to know how to get more involved we'll have links in the show notes but um what else what else do builders need to know as we wrap up here Yeah
1: um links would be great will I'll you know we can put in some information in there on how they can you know get on board and take advantage of everything that Livable has to offer but you know, I think as far as timing goes, so we really just uh, went live with Livable in April. So brand new. Um, we're going to begin a pretty aggressive advertising campaign in the Phoenix market in the summer to get them ready for the fall sales market, and then we're really going to be aggressive going coast to coast after that. We were all out in major markets, and we are live across the U.S. and Canada right now. But advertising, we we decided to roll it out in key markets because it's important to get that consumer brand awareness. So right now, you know, it's pretty commonly known that if someone's looking for a home, um, they go to one of two places, usually Zillow or Realtor.com, which is great for resale. But we want we want consumers to know that there's another option. If you want to build or buy new because of all the amazing reasons why you go to Livable, if you don't go to the builder's website. You know, that's the builder's site is really gonna be the lead that they're gonna convert the most. We think that ours is gonna be the second best lead um, because we're that much farther down the sales funnel. So yeah. that's really what we're working on, hard on doing and, and getting that consumer brand awareness. And hopefully a year from now everyone's heard of Livable and and they know the difference between um our site and, and the other listing sites.
0: Yeah. I think that's smart uh in terms of focusing on a couple markets because like you're saying right now, Livable is uh basically be a redesign of the BuzzBuzz framework. There's still gonna be some Canadian words uh, used a lot like developer that maybe we're less used to seeing here. And so before you go national uh, and as you're continuing to iterate the product, it makes sense to, to do that market by market and really dial it in before you go broader. The other interesting thing I always think about, I was talking to um, some some realtor MLS folks on a Twitter spaces a while ago, and they were fascinated by this concept of builders going direct to consumer. Uh, and they're just like, well, how do you get a home sold if you don't put on the MLS? And, and, and it's funny because someone uh, who we both know was also there and he's DMing me on the side saying it's like a T-shirt vendor. Uh, in today's world saying like, uh, how how can I sell t-shirts if not being in Macy's? Like I have to get to Macy's, And that's obviously not the case. You just need uh, Shopify and a couple of Instagram ads and you can be a successful t-shirt entrepreneur. Um, and and just this idea that I was trying to tell them of like, yeah, I, I know the MLS is great and syndicating to, to Zillow and Redfin and Re- Realtor and all these places are fantastic. But all it takes is one piece of content for a new home shopper to find that they didn't find somewhere else, which again, I think is the subtle genius or not so subtle genius of having this other content that isn't just pushed through like a syndication alongside that stuff is if there's one helpful article one helpful story of of the area around a community. It's not going to take necessarily a lot of advertising dollars to start having an impact. Um, Because once consumers find one new place that they can get just a little bit more data from they can't not look at it. The decision is too big to ignore any new opportunity to learn or see something different.
1: And people, people really love consumers love to do the research. I mean, they just, especially a new home purchase, that's a big purchase. And so they, they just consume as much data and information as they can. And, you know, we, we hope to be that the site that they rely on to get that information.
0: Yeah. La- my last point, and I'll give you one last point is I think we're, well, I'm, I'm projecting this on industry, but we used to be so heavy into lifestyle. Like when I, I got into business in 2003, from 2003 to 2010, 11. every time something was struggling, the answer was, well, we just got to figure out how to sell the lifestyle. And so we were so heavily indexed in that. And meanwhile, the only information the consumer could get was in the Sunday paper or locations on a website, maybe a phone number, but pricing was was still somewhat controversial putting out there. And now we've swung really far over to, um, although we still have, you know, to your point, people are holding out and not wanting to put any pricing or any information out there still, which is which is kind of mind-blowing. But for the most part, we've shifted to having all this content around um, product details and, and like black and white stuff, and we've abandoned storytelling. Like, I don't, I don't want to bring lifestyle back as a word, because I think that should just die with the early 2000s. But I think we have to bring story back into what we're doing. Yeah.
1: Um, You can, you know, customize it or personalize it to the buyer, uh, I think is just going to help the situation too.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Awesome. Well, Karen, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, again, check out the links in the show notes to Livable, uh, as well as a way to reach out and connect with Karen if you have any other questions. It's another uh, free and growing resource from the industry. So excited to let everyone know about it.
1: Good things to come. Thank you for having us.
0: You bet. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Market Proof Marketing. Can't wait for the next one or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else access to private events, and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.doyouconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peak, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof.